and welcome back to the Aussie Mindset Mentor. My name's Selena. Thank you for joining me. Today, I want to have a look at why there is shame in being privileged. And I want to start by asking the question, why is there shame in being privileged? So let's start by having a look at the meaning of the word. Now, there's two, and we're talking about having special rights, advantages, or immunities. Now, privileged, this could be a little touchy subject for some people and with, you know, absolute reason. It is triggering, both for the person who feels that someone else is privileged and they're the underdog or the victim or they don't have those special rights, and also for someone being called privileged who doesn't feel that they do have special rights, advantages or immunities. I mean, from their point of view, from each of our own point of views, we have our own hardships. You know, someone can be a great parent and not feel like it. So if someone else was to say, oh, you're just a great parenting because you got to do all parenting, you know, classes at your school and we never got those. And for that parent not feeling so great at the moment about how things might be going, you know, that could be just making them feel more like a failure. So let's really break down and I invite you, if you want to listen to this podcast, and I do hope you do, to, you know, get some different points of view on it maybe or some different angles or just ask yourself some questions that maybe haven't been asked before in a way that is safe with you just listening to this one-on-one. So let's have a look from this one point of view, and that is that privilege is like culture. It doesn't make it right or wrong. It is made up by a community uh, or by a lot of communities, whichever, coming together and having an unspoken set of rules for each different. I mean, we could go back to the early days where there were classes and you couldn't marry out of your class. And, you know, that's still going in some countries. You know, the idea of the, you know, when you see the movies where the handsome prince falls in love with the maid is just unheard of. That is outside of their group. In that culture, it's unacceptable. He is what you would call the privileged life and she is the servant, and they shouldn't mix. But let's have a look at that maid, and let's say that she's a a white woman maid. Well, then for someone else to, she's a white female maid. So for someone else looking at this now, they could, you know, as someone, say, of colour or of another minority group, they could go, well, hang on, she's privileged in that she has the senior role, the senior one. She actually gets to talk to and mix with the the privileged. She gets to enter their dining room and serve them, whereas someone else maybe is doing a lesser of a job. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, these are things that have been put in place by people, by communities. These And some people just accept and roll on with them and it suits them. And I am going to say the white male is the number one person at setting the rules and the structures because 
they're pretty well on top of some, you know, what could be seen as nice, you know, places to be, and they want to keep keep it that way, all right? However, if you're coming from a place of, you know, freedom and spirituality, some people would say, wow, you know, the, the white male who doesn't know any better and who's stuck up there and can't love the woman he wants and marry is just as sad or has just the same but different problems as someone else. So if we want to change culture, it starts with each individual, right? And it starts with them looking at themselves and then saying, I'm not okay with this, and then moving aside. But there is, first of all, that recognition of the culture that exists. And I think it's very much the same with privilege, it doesn't matter if, um, you know, what colour, gender, sexual um, preference, whatever. If you, if you are living in that world, you will have privileges. Like if you are in a community of, of like people, you will have privileges that others don't in, in different, you know, groups. And once again, like I say, this could be a triggering conversation and I'm, I'm not racist and, you know, I'm really looking for that kind world where we all are just equal and that is something I don't think I'll see in my lifetime and what there is to chip away at is the change in cultures such that it's win-win for everybody. Ever since my children were small, I think, oh gosh, I think my eldest was about seven years old when I said to them, I'm not going to treat you fairly for what you see as fair. Because I remember one daughter come up to me and said, that's not fair. You know, she gets to A, B, C. Look, at the end of the day, you know, with one of my daughters, when they were naughty, if I would have sent them to the corner, they'd have been like, yes, yippee, love it. And the other one would have been, okay, she wouldn't have minded. And for my other daughter, it would have been, oh, now that was punishment. She wouldn't be social in the middle of it, right? So for another daughter, having her stay there and be part of the festivities, you know, that was her punishment if I, you know, if I wanted to go down that route. But, and so when one of them said, that's not fair, damn right it's not. Actually, because you're not the same. It's not fair because fair is not the same for each or any of you. Right, three daughters, same parents, not that much difference in age. You know, my my the three daughters, four and under. So even at that scale, fair did not work, and I didn't have it exist. So now scale that up into a world of different nations and all different types of people. How on earth? you know, if we, are we going to have fair? We're not. And if we keep going down the line of looking for fair, wanting fair, then I I fear that there will continually be upset, anger and disappointment because we're going down a rabbit hole that does not end. It does not exist. If we, however, look at our cultures And we do speak differently, you know, like really top speakers and diplomats and, 
you could call it oh, salesy or manipulation. I'm not talking about that kind of change in the way we speak with different cultures. I'm talking about the kind where we respect the cultures of someone else, right? And then we speak to that, not from manipulation, but speaking to that in connecting and taking the time to respect and connect at a level where the other person will understand. So that is how we start to create the bridges between cultures. And I don't think it's anything different from privileged. Where I see us at the moment is that privileged is just something that at the moment it's like it's to be ashamed of. I remember being called, oh, you know, spoken like a true privileged white female. And I felt a sense of shame. And, I, and then I, you know, did my fight, flight or freeze. In my case, it was fight and was just like, no, I'm not. And, you know, oh, I burned up about that. I got upset about being called that. And if I really sit back and when I did sit back and looked at it, I went, yeah, yeah, actually I am because there are special rights and advantages and immunities given to me that are not available to others. For instance, I get the immunity of using an all-female toilet sometimes where males can't go. That's a privilege to have a toilet block where I feel safe with only, you know, other women going in and out. You know, whether or not that's safe or not, that is a privilege. There are women-only gyms. That's a privilege that I can join them. There are only clubs. Okay, that's a privilege that they have. There are different ceremonies, there are different freedoms, etc. That's just how it is, right? And what it starts with acknowledging that. Now, when I acknowledge that I am a privileged white woman, then I can take the next step and say, well, actually, I'm not okay with some of those things. It's not that I'm not okay with having them. Because, you know, damn, I think everyone should, you know, have, have great things. However, it's not okay with me that some other people don't have them. So what's there for me is to invite and create the change and work on giving those people the advantages, giving others the rights and not having them be special rights. Have other people have those rights and other people have those immunities that I have so that we are all share some privileges. Exactly like gay marriage right? and equal marriage, whatever you want to call it. I don't, I look, I look forward to the day where that conversation is just like something that happened 100 years ago and like, you know, once upon a time, right, very much. I believe if two people are in love and, you know, I do stand by there is an age of the maturity of the mind and a whole lot of other stuff there where, you know, for them to be able to make that decision and not being forced into it by parents or when they're in a, you know, the parent has the privilege in some cases over a child that I think, wow, I don't even want the child having that privilege. Actually, I want to take the privilege off some parents that think they have the right for their, you know, whatever reason to force a child into marriage, a child, you know. So, but my 
my wanting then is to give those children not even the privilege of saying no, but the privilege of having a childhood. I had a great childhood, right? And in some ways, even the children of today with the pressures on them of social media and the likes, there are privileges I had, like no one to take a photo and put it up and bully me on, you know, inside and outside of school that children today don't have. We had a privilege, So if we look at that, if we look at those privileges, you know, let's take shame out of it altogether. Why is there shame in being privileged? Because we haven't inspected it, because we haven't embraced it, because we haven't broken it down to have a look at, yes, this is available to me and no, that's not available to them. And we haven't in ourselves gone and that's not okay with me. And I'm going to support or try to create situation or I can't take on any more. So I'm going to try to empower someone else who's already, you know, going down that path to create the privileges for the others. I'm going to do that. The shame is when we know that other people in there is no good reason for them to not have that privilege except for things like greed, things like power, Actually, I'm going to change that. Things like force, right? All of those things that that we don't want for our world. When we know that that is going on and we're doing nothing about it, that's the shame. It's not having the privilege in the first place. So back to my question, why is there shame in being privileged? Exactly the same thing. If we know we are privileged in a way that other people could reasonably be and there's no kind reason for them not to be and we are not supporting that, then absolutely we should be shamed, not for having the privilege again but for not, you know, looking to those other people and saying they should have it as well. So if you've ever felt shame in being called privilege, I ask you to give it up or I ask you to question what was it that the shame was really about? It wasn't about having the privilege. Where could you make a difference? Where haven't you made a difference? Where could you empower people trying to make that difference that other people deservingly have those privileges too? And, you know, For me, I look at some male privileges and I'm not okay with them. I'm, you know, some of them I'm like, oh yeah, whatever. But if I see a male privileged, you know, action or result and someone else, like seriously, not that they want something and they just can't have it purely because they're not that white white male privilege, then for me just to stand and say nothing and turn a blind eye isn't okay. Right, it's time to speak up, not for not for change necessarily because it might take people speaking a thousand voices for change to happen, but for me to be heard and for me to know with integrity that I am doing my bit, I didn't turn a blind eye and that it's I don't think it's okay and it cannot at all be misunderstood that I am supporting it, all right? 
I do see for the men, they're caught in it as much as we are. Yes, there's more men killing their wives than the other way around. But there are some really, really spiteful, hurtful women out there too, and it's not being seen the other way. Now, this is a, a, a conversation right now where there's shame of it. So the privilege that I would like is that everybody has the freedom in their relationships. Everybody is self-expressed and that everybody has an even playing field at something. And if that little woman isn't able to lift something that that big man is, there is no shame in him helping her, opening a door, being gentlemanly, getting helping with something heavier, and that's fine. Why would we not encourage a man to allow their kindness and their softness and allow their love and, you know, their freedom to feel good about doing something for someone else? Why would we not allow that? Is it the privilege of a woman to say, oh, you're being sexist because you want to open the door for me? Oh, why, you know, how's that different to punishing him for his different cultural standpoint or his different point of view that you're not happy with. No, we rise above. We see an elderly man coming or we see a young man coming or we just see someone coming. It doesn't matter who or what they are. They've got their arms full and we hold the freaking door open. We give up two minutes of our time to actually see that someone walking in our direction has an arm full of bags or something and we hold the door. Like, really, what kind of world would that be? How cool would it be where we could make another person feel special, where we could do little acts of kindness like that and and they would have a restored act of kindness and then they're happier and they've had that experience and then they co-pass it on. And it's got nothing to do with gender. It's got nothing to do with colour, nothing to do with any of that purely because we have the privilege, the ultimate privilege of being alive, of being capable to, and of being kind human beings. And when we're that, oh, well, that's the world that I, that's the world that I dream of. Don't know that I'll see it in my lifetime, but that's a dream I don't want to wake up from. So, Go use your privilege as who you truly are, as a human being full of kindness and love and go be kind to someone else. Thanks for listening. Please press some subscribe if you haven't. Come back next time. I look forward to sharing some more maybe left field ideas for you or maybe giving you something that you can work walk forward to and um, and feel empowered about today. Bye for now.